We love you, Daniel Bonner. Thank you so much for having us today, I'm man. I'm so sad. Thank you so much for having us. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Wasted Local Talent. You got Chris Rev from Disillusion Effect up in the hizzy for shizzy. And we're bringing the pain. Support your local artists. So, Chris, tell me about who we have on today's episode. We had those deviants from Disillusion Effect on, Daniel. Who are those guys? I've never heard of them. They're a heavy metal band based out of uh, Morgantown, West Virginia. They're terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I heard that their singer has got the worst hair <laughs> in the history of not only North Central West Virginia, but possibly every scene to the east of the Mississippi. Mm. Terrible choice of football teams. <laughs> yeah, dude, he, he likes the worst football teams. He's got a Jerry. He's got a Jerry Jones fetish, which oh, means yeah. he needs to be snuffed out immediately. You have like a waifu pillow of Jerry Jones. <laughs> no, but I do have a fat head on the wall. <laughs> no, no, I don't. The only he's, Jerry he's Jones things. With Jerry, <laughs> breakfast with Jerry. <laughs> a lot of bran, a lot of bran and grapefruit fiber. in those breakfasts. Fiber. Getting the getting the getting it going. <laughs> But uh, I am fond of the Jerry Jones gif. As you may know from my Facebook oh, yeah. postings, mm-hmm. I hit you with the Jerry gifs like all the time. Nobody. Yep. <laughs> no, and I find new, funny, hilarious mm-hmm. ones to use. Dude, my, my, so I'm proud of that. My new favorite Cowboys gif is the one, I forget, I think it was from the Titans game, whenever Dak Prescott's just like, <laughs> and yeah. they have it and they just like reverse it and go back and he's just like blowing his fucking lips. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. <clears throat> yeah, so we had those DE boys on. Um, they may or may not have roofied you <laughs> during the very possible. It's possible. So we can't double explicit tag things on iTunes. So this is a warning. Here's right your now. warning. <laughs> yes, this episode gets very, very vulgar. Put your heads up. Very, very explicit. I get very, very drunk. Yep. And yeah. Yep. So. <laughs> it's not for the kids. Although there's. There's chunks of gold mm-hmm. for the kids. It's very good. I still have to. The parents got to screen it first. Yeah, I've, I've got. I've still got to screen it before I release it. <laughs> and this is coming out right now. I love it though. So yeah, really appreciated you having mm-hmm. us on, man. Yeah, appreciate and, you coming. And uh, we definitely, on behalf of the entire band, appreciate you guys supporting us at mm-hmm. our holiday hometown throwdown we had earlier Dude, this month. Fun. It was a great show. Good show. Big shout out to our our boys and worst kept secret. Shrouded in neglect and the breathing process for making it down for that because it was, it was a really great show. Uh, some folks said that it was one of their favorite metal shows that they went to all year. So that was that was awesome. That's good. Yeah, it made us feel nice and warm and fuzzy. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of worst kept secret, worst kept secret. Yeah. Tell us about worst kept secret. They play the music in the beginning of the episode. Poorly. If you like it, poorly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you like it, you should check it out. It's called Bender. They love it. They're probably one of their favorite songs. Mm-hmm. If you're ever at a show of theirs, yeah. request it. Hold up signs. Also, if you like it, you should probably reconsider your taste in music. <laughs> you should. <laughs> Although Jared has a spectacular taste in alternative t-shirts and tight <clears throat> pants. Mm-hmm. He shops at the... Baby like a, Gap? Yeah. <laughs> I often wonder how his penis exists in those pants. <laughs> compression shorts, maybe? Tightly. Possibly. Have to be compression he shorts. I mean, just, that shit has to be tough. He's probably back got almost. he's probably got like a crotch um <clears throat> corset. 
crotch he, corset. Like, <laughs> ties is around it lacy? His, his hips. Oh, yeah. It's, gotta be it's lazy. definitely lazy. lazy. We love you, Jared. Mm. And we appreciate your wonderful hips. music that you contribute <laughs> yeah. for the sake of the podcast. Except I do have a message for Pat Cole. <laughs> <laughs> I know because you told me that you didn't stick around for our set. Bad form, sir. <laughs> Bad form. <laughs> so, and I'm so. re- and honestly, I'm concerned about your eating disorder. So, hopefully, in 2019, we can. Your New Year's resolution is to hate yourself less and start eating meals because we're concerned about you. Other, you're doing methamphetamines or you're skipping every meal. So, uh, we're just worried about you. I'm happy that you found love, but I think you found love in other places. Like methamphetamines, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude, I appreciate you having us mm-hmm. on, man. Mm-hmm. So be sure can... to uh, check us the de out at disillusioneffect.com, Instagram, search for disillusion effect, Facebook, disillusion effect. Check out Oclophobic, our latest album on Spotify, iTunes, Rhapsody, Google Play, YouTube. It's everywhere, man. Tell a friend. Share it. Share it all. Tell a friend. Talk to your parents about it in private. Yes. And if your parents, if you're a parent right now, this is like really your last opportunity to shut this thing off. <laughs> you might want to. this shit is about to get yeah. raw. That's what we're going to release two this week that way. Yeah. One for the kids. and <laughs> One for the kids. One for mom after everyone goes to bed. <laughs> yeah. But thanks so. a lot, guys. I appreciate mm-hmm. it, man. Yeah. And thank you, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Leave a comment about Jed's bald head. Wasted local talent. Wasted local talent, obviously. They're listening to it. Wasted local talent. Wasted. Who? Oh, this is wasted. Wasted. <laughs> yeah. I, Extra I, wasted. We're this very day. much wasted. <laughs> the most yeah. wasted of all time. Mm-hmm. And if anyone thinks that they're going to come in here and out-wasted this podcast... May God have mercy on you, Daniel, because I'm coming back with the redemption. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. Hey there, ladies. You're getting the hot beef injection over here at Waste and Talent. My name's Chris Rabb, and I'm here with Bobby Stomped. And you're getting your ov- ovaries pulverized by you know who. Dem DE boys. <laughs> I think I need to change my pants. <laughs> I don't have ovaries, but God damn it, I think I just grew some. God, so. You said beef injection, and I had to try really hard <laughs> to hold it back. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Golden. Little throwback for all the kids out there. It's a disillusion uh, effect. In the house, man. What's up? Shit. What, how, how have you guys. I've. I've haven't seen you guys in about three months, maybe, probably. Uh, the worst <clears throat> kept secret show. Last yeah. time we had a chance to hang out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really sick time. We uh, that was the night we did the kill switch cover. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I went up there and did a little something something on that. That was good. That was good. I remember sitting at the bar, and like I knew. I mean, being in the music scene and stuff, having the cafe, I know a lot of people at shows, and I just wasn't really socializing too much. And I looked over, and I kept seeing this dude. I was like, I. I I don't know what you were wearing or something that you just had on that just made me not recognize you at all. And then finally I realized and I'm like, 
holy shit, I think I almost jumped you. <laughs> I think that. that there was a vigorous <clears throat> hug that yes. ensued. I yes. think that there was a warm embrace, some smells. Very, and uh, yeah, dude, we en- ended up pretty much not talking to anyone else for most of the evening. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to go do this song real quick, but I'm going to be back. be right back. Yep. I'm going to be right back. Because yeah. that was before the season too. So we were pretty hyped yeah. before we got our dicks kicked in for like five weeks. Five weeks but guess what? <laughs> Leading the division. Ooh, how do you like that? We, yeah. we got that in within the first five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but right now, as it stands, we are tied in first place. And by saying this, I've jinxed it, and we will win nothing. That's okay. What does that say about the NFL, like, this year? It's the most unpredictable beast I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Insane. That's why I'm not a betting man. That's why I'm not a betting man on sports. The Cowboys were under 500, right? Oh, yeah. Like, at the start of the season? Three and five at one point. Yeah. Yeah. Now leading the division. Six and five. We are that bastard division. Every Mm. year, there's, like, a bastard. Yeah. There's that one that's like, okay, well, I guess they won it, so... Let's let them come to the party. But you know that they don't belong. Yep. And unfortunately, I think whoever wins the East is going yeah. to be that bastard. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say that's definitely the Cowboys. We're going to be that 500 team. Who knows it, what I could think, happen? There could be a seven-win team or something that goes in, like the uh, Seahawks that one year mm-hmm. when they upset the Saints in the playoffs, the infamous Marshawn Lynch run. Oh, yeah. They were that bastard Beast team. Mode. But then it didn't matter. Once you're into the, the Giants have proven – since post 2000 that if you get in all bets are off mm-hmm. yeah they've pretty much proven since Eli Manning started that mediocrity can get you pretty far I think in almost- all fairness in all fairness I think that Eli right now is in a real tough way but from a guy who's watched him a lot he's pretty fucking good mm-hmm I think he's pretty it's, good. He's, it's he's got it's got a lot to do with the team around him too. Like you can't allow him to get sacked as much as he's getting. Like it takes away your confidence, and you're scared to throw the fucking ball. The like, Giants, what like what are you going to do? For whatever reason, get a pass. But they've been one of the most poorly ran organizations oh, yeah. in the last five years. I think you look at what's happening to him, and you can't point your finger at anything other than mm-hmm. that. But yeah, fuck them. <laughs> fuck them. Because we damn boys. We Dallas boys, Cowboys take over. <laughs> One way to the local town. <laughs> Jed's pissed. Jed's a fucking uh, Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay Packers fan. And I got love I, for it, though. I, see, at, like, least I, at least your real deal I NFC. Res- I, I, respect, lo- I got love for that. I respect Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. I fucking hate them because the last two times Dallas has he gone owns to the playoffs. Our ass. He owns our ass. He does. Every the championship time. belted us. I don't, broke I don't off know. a hard one. I don't know that if they played... This week, I don't know that Green Bay would win. Oh, no, they wouldn't. I don't think that they no. would, unfortunately. I, think, I mean, it's Ma- not your McCarthy's year play calling is just god-awful. He's on his yeah. way out, I think. He, will, yeah. he won't do anything with the tools that he has. I mean, Jimmy Graham, right? Jimmy Graham. How many times have we thrown at Jimmy Graham? You know you what? I honestly haven't watched the Packers games. a lot, but I know that from a fantasy football perspective, he's <clears> irrelevant, <throat> and that's surprising. Yeah. yeah, It's very surprising. When he was with the Saints, monster. When yeah. he was with the Seahawks, Monster, pretty, still pretty damn good. And yeah. I mean, Drew Brees is right up there with Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, not so much. I mean, he's not not the same archetype of quarterback. But sure. I mean, you compare like a Drew Brees to an Aaron Rodgers; they're both pocket passers. They can both scramble whenever they need to. And Brees and the New Orleans Saints utilized Jimmy Graham like crazy mm-hmm. and did really well because of it. Whereas McCarthy just, I don't, I could go on. <clears throat> I think just a, a fresh coaching change would do a lot for you guys. I think and so too. Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. You're- also, maybe just trust in you know the best quarterback in the NFL right now, mm-hmm. and just let him make some decisions every once in a while. 
I don't want to go about the football stuff forever, but I'd like to leave it with this. I'm not a hater. I respect number 12 a lot, but I think he also gets a pass for being a mediocre leader of the team, considering he's the face of the franchise. And word's been coming out that he's kind of a shitty teammate. So I don't know what his fucking deal is, but he needs to step it up because it's not about the play. It's just how about he goes about it, you know, the business. Mm -hmm. When you're quarterback, fair or unfair, you have certain expectations, and obviously he doesn't meet those. Or he wouldn't have solid guys like Greg Jennings who have nothing bad to say about anybody go on national television and basically call him a prick. I mean, he definitely seems like he could be a dick about stuff. You don't see him t interacting with a lot of guys on the sideline. Yeah. And as a guy yeah. who's been on a lot of teams and understands sports, I know that's not good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're the leader, pal. Like, even if you got to force it, you got to put some, some, some sort of effort into these guys. Because if you wonder why they don't play for you and you get so frustrated, that could be the difference. Mm -hmm. McCarthy's taking the hit, though. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> that's neither here nor there. I'm just saying. <clears throat> If he played for the Dallas Cowboys, he would be crucified. He would be. I don't think Jerry Jones would put up with that shit anyway. Jerry Jones would be like, now, Aaron, <laughs> first of all, I want you to do line of this cocaine off my dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly, you want to fuck my wife? Yeah. Listen, That's just how I that think you're real long goes. and lanky. <laughs> what member of my family do you want to fuck? The deal is, though, I'm going to sit in the corner and I'm going to jerk off. I probably won't get hard. But I'm a jerk off. And like you know, Rick and Morty <laughs> I love Jerry and I love to make fun of Jerry. Oh, God, that's yes. that's the only way we can uh, deal with it. Mm -hmm. It's the only way. But okay. All right. All right. Football side. We'll get back football to the football. Side. It's just getting in the heat. Ooh, oh, yeah. I thought this is a music podcast. Ooh, are they oh, talking about football, you jock fuckers? <laughs> I mean, fuck I you. Here. It's kind of just fuck you. Whatever. You don't like the NFL because the the platforms is taken. <laughs> Fuck you. Go burn your Nikes. You bought them already, you schmuck. <laughs> Smug cocksucker. Cocksucker. <laughs> it's that time of the year. Yeah. It's just heating up. Oh, so guys yeah. are excited. Of course we're going to talk about yeah. it a little bit. Yeah. Especially whenever we come back from a fucking deficit like we were in and Three-game win streak, but yeah. we got the Saints. We got that brick wall ahead of us. So. It's like what, them in West Virginia have kind of flipped <laughs> roles in their season. It's yeah. like we were so – there's so much promise. It just kind of flip-flopped on us. Yeah. I still – it's a great season. We won 10 games for, for the years. Mm -hmm. I mean, we play, we play in a real deal conference. We played legit guys outside of conference. So It'll you're going really nice to drop a couple. It'll be nice to see Will Greer on the Dallas sidelines next year, though. Someone's gonna sell the farm to get him. him. No, I don't think they will. But it would be no. kind of cool. Someone's gonna sell the farm to get Greer. Yeah, they will. When Josh Allen gets traded for to go top ten, top eleven, whatever it was, Will Greer is way more talented than him. I see him being mm -hmm. a top five pick. I think he's got a lot of room to grow, and I think that he's got the right mindset for it. I think so too. <clears throat> I, it's been a pleasure watching him. I haven't been to a games in a few years, and I was lucky this year to go to two. Mm -hmm. So it's been a pleasure watching him play. In person, especially because you really get to see how fast the game is and yeah. respect how good he is. For show. Oh, show. To disillusion effect. Yeah. <laughs> to DE boys. <laughs> what's up? Now that my mind's on football. Yeah. What's been up with you guys? <laughs> you know, we've been taking a little time off. Um, got back into the writing groove, getting ready to do something. Hopefully, have it out by late spring, early summer next year. Going to do an EP this time. 
um, after putting out a couple of full lengths in a row. We just didn't want to put too much pressure and just coming up with a bunch of quantity, be like, we got to fill this album up, you know, because it was because our last record was very, it was a concept record. So all the albums were very purposeful and we just didn't want to throw in a mixed bag record. So we want to do kind of keep everything on the same path and have a series of songs that are interrelated and create a good listening experience. So we're going to go with the EP. So we've been working on that. How many songs are you going to do? Like a three, five? We want to do four originals um, and potentially one first ever DE cover, professionally recorded, something that's a little different. You're going to do Bender by Worst Kept Secret? (laughs) 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 Fuck! (laughs) Well, you got the exclusive hose. (laughs) (laughs) Not anymore. (laughs) No, um, yeah, we're we're considering doing a a cover of a classic, kind of a, maybe doing like a ballad cover. Doing something a little different because we just don't want to do a song that would be similar to something we would write or play. We would like to kind of take the DE and put it on something that we normally wouldn't do. Yeah, and another reason for doing the EP is half the band's new. I mean, as far as a writing perspective, mm-hmm. I mean, they've been in the band for three years, but we haven't written any new any material with them other than these, the one song we have now and the one that we're working on. So those their influences in bringing them in, we didn't want it to change it, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because that happens when you bring in different oh, guys yeah. and start yeah, writing. Yeah, definitely. Because they're, definitely their influences are going to bleed into what we write. Mm-hmm. But taking a gradual step with four or five songs as opposed to trying to put out the juice for a full-length album mm-hmm. and the cost of everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just, do you guys do any recording yourself or do you go to... We record everything ourselves mm-hmm. and then we send it out for, for mixing, mixing and mastering. And mastering. Okay. Yeah. We like the DIY mm-hmm. tracking approach because mm-hmm. it's comfortable... And it's a lot cheaper. Oh, yeah. You can fuck up all day long and you're yep. not paying for each replay. <laughs> yep. so More time so to do things. For all you kids out there doing your recording, uh, invest the money in your own shit mm-hmm. and do all those takes at fucking home. Yeah. At least do some pre-production tracking at the house. Mm-hmm. It'll save you just crazy amount of time, See, crazy I amount of money. Make sure to have And that. you go in, when if you do have to re-record, your shit is going to be so butthole tight. You'll yeah. knock oh, it yeah. out so fast. I'd... We literally have our own studio. We've got these microphones. We've got this interface that I can record live drums on, and I still go to my buddy Eric to do all of my recording for me. Yeah. I just, one, it's a time thing, and two, it's like I love the content that he produces. Yes. And like whenever I'm doing, like when I'm demoing stuff, I do everything myself. I, I program drums. I fucking do all the guitars. I program bass because I get really fucking lazy, and it's easy. Uh, <laughs> so... I don't know. I just I just like his product, but I can definitely, as a full band, I mean, it'd be the reason that After Alice literally hasn't put out a fucking goddamn studio song in two years is because it's expensive, and I won't it's just release expensive. like DIY You need stuff. help anymore. Yeah. You need help, and we're a big fan. You know, there's some people who look down on it, but I think when it's done right, the crowdfunding is the way to go. Mm-hmm. You essentially create a, a worthwhile pre-order for people who give a fuck. And you follow through and you give them something good at the end. Mm-hmm. All is forgiven if you do that. But anymore because of the recording and the time, like you said, unless you're fortunate and blessed to have the resources and the know-how to do it all in-house, you know, I also think it's important to bring someone else into the equation for a fresh perspective. Oh, it, that, yeah. Keep you fucking Production, honest. Because yeah. if you're just on that track 
you just you get the blinders on mm-hmm. and someone needs to come in once in a while and be like you know that's not that fucking good mm-hmm. and you don't <laughs> yeah, want to hear that like you don't want to hear that yeah. initially <laughs> but in the long run you're like man that part that we ended up changing turned into one of my favorite parts mm-hmm. yeah, is that I've how watched. they say it too <clears throat> yeah oh, dude well, there's this band's br- ruthless oh yeah <laughs> everyone's crying about oh dude you know don't tell me that i'm not doing a good enough tracking job it's like you need to step it the fuck up yeah. It's expected in our project that you practice on your own time. You don't come to rehearsal oh, time yeah, to, to, to practice. practice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you come to be a part of the unit when it's time to go. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big reason why the DE over the years has kind of stood out a little bit because we've created that emphasis and wanting to be tight. We wanted well, to be that, a tight, just not a sound wall. There's just in metal, there's just mm-hmm. so much going on. It can get so muddy just, and so sloppy. Yeah. It, it's easier to let that happen. Whenever I saw you guys, the last time I saw you guys, and like I said the same thing about Worst Kept Secret, like I hadn't seen either of you guys in months. And this was with the new longer. lineup with the yeah. the real drummer yeah. and Big Ed. And Big it was like Green. every fucking band on that show was just, wait, I did see you guys. <laughs> I was trying to think of that. You play with Ed? Yeah. Big okay. Ed Green. Yeah. 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 We definitely saw you guys play then. Awesome. Because me and my wife were there. It was at one two three, right? It was at one yeah. two three. Was it with Worst Kept Secret? Yeah, and Jesse Smith and the Holy Ghost. That was our last live yeah. show that we've done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, yeah, I killer saw you show, guys there. Yeah. incredible show. Yeah, Jesse Smith and the Holy Ghost is big. Shout great. out to both of those oh, guys. God, we yeah. did a run leading up to that show to promote our new record, and it was just a bro out to the epic proportions. Man, super easy, mm-hmm. just fun the whole way around. Dude, after I'm, the first, the first night was easy. So you knew after that, it's like, man, this is just gonna be fucking hangout time and it was and it was dude it was killer yeah those guys like we me and eric kirkland ran a show in elkins ran sound for a show out there a few years ago never seen jesse smith and the holy ghost at anything and we talked to him after the show that day and within three days we were down in parkersburg or huntington wherever they're from and buying equipment off of him he had a bunch of just empty cabs and shit that we bought and like it was the, the guys are fucking great just a cool dude like let us like came in his house like just chilled He's really fucking like just down to earth. Absolutely. The whole band is, man. Mm. It's awesome to uh, hang out with them. After the show here in the Mo, they came back to Bob Stomp's house and we partied down until the <laughs> to the dawn. Yeah, he's definitely that kind of. Hey, but he's got, he's like got his shit together, man. He's not like this. He's old prolific, man. Oh, he's, yeah. he's a man of many, many projects. Mm-hmm. Many yeah. projects. He's one of them slutty <clears throat> musicians that likes <laughs> yeah. to spread it around. <laughs> yeah. Got all that love to give. You got love. that juice. Mm-hmm. Make pretzels all day. If they thirsty, mm-hmm. give them that juice. <laughs> <laughs> Was it the the beef the, the beef injection? The beef hot injection. beef injection, yeah, baby. Injection. Yeah, Doctor Rabby's in the house. It's hot, baby. It's Mister Pink <clears throat> up in here. So you know you what st- it is. Do you still do your dissolution effect podcast? You know what? That kind of had to sit at the. I really want to do it. Yeah. I want it to be something that the band does to just help. Uh, expose bands that we're into and had the opportunity to work with. And I think it's fun. I think it's fun and just keep, we're always doing something and sometimes we get real quiet. So it would be a good way to to kind of put a little content out there there and let them know what's going on. We're tinkering. We're tinkering. We've been quiet. We did a lot of stuff over the summer, but in the last month and a half, two months, can kind of been kicking it. I don't know. Podcasts are pretty stupid. You shouldn't do it. I don't know. 
Yeah, seems like a pretty right. sexy setup in here. It smells like nice. lavender oils and does it? Don't lie. <laughs> Shawshank in there, Redemption. I was sitting in there playing Fallout, farting and eating beef jerky before you guys showed up. <laughs> That's what I it legit. is. It's the bifey, it's the <laughs> spicy Slim Jim aroma. <laughs> I legit, like before I came over here, I got dressed and then I realized that like I've been wearing these riding pants for like over a week now. And I'd really need to wash them, so I just sprayed myself with Febreze before I left the house. I am well guilty of that. Sometimes I go to the gym, and on that second or third day wearing that same sweatshirt, it's like, I can wear it. But once I start getting real gross, it's going to (laughs) start leaking. Yeah, just wafting out. Giving that flagrant aroma. Yes. But yeah, you got to hit it with the Febreze, man. That's right. Shout out to Febreze. Yeah. Gain. We're, I get the gain for breeze. Dude, love the gain. Because then it just smells like laundry. It does. It just smells like fresh laundry. Yep. It's like Am you I just fresh? It. Nah, that's that Febreze, no, though. No. <laughs> I am filthy on the inside. You don't want to give me a blowjob. It's just that Febreze, though. It's been four days and two doubles pick. later. <laughs> the freshest. The freshest. So <clears> before <throat> we started recording, I was going to tell a story and I just remembered it. So we were talking about. Uh, just like recap for the listeners, uh, we were talking about. I don't even know how we got onto the conversation. We were talking about being strong, and then we started talking we're about, about old man strength and old man strength. Yeah, and, and then we got onto uh, <laughs> adrenaline strength. So uh, when I was stationed at Lejeune, me and a bunch of my buddies, we were out. We were we'd been day drinking. I think it was still daylight. Yeah, it had to have been daylight. Um, but we were already like pretty shitty and we were off base and we were over at my friend's apartment and it was just like this roundabout apartment complex where like all the apartments kind of face each other, you know, and we're just standing out in front, smoking cigarettes, pounding, um, what were we drinking at the time? We had this like weird mixer called like zombie. Ooh, the rum, the rum concoction. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think we were drinking that, um. But we're like super tanked and all of a sudden we just hear this like boom and then we hear somebody yelling. So like we look over and there's this this like woman is freaking out over by this parked car. What the fuck just happened in fantasy that you are looking at your Sorry. goddamn phone? <clears throat> Don't worry about that. Don't no, worry about now it. I want to know what it is. Am I getting shit on right now? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's my team. Not, Someone you know, I said in beforehand that, that McCafferty was going off. Oh. McCafferty's got 40 fucking points and was destroying me. Guess what? I'm now slated to tie him. Actually, I'm, I'm slated, yeah. raped right now. Because <laughs> like, Sony Michelle's back. Jared Cook got me a fucking touchdown. Jameis wasn't doing another touchdown. Fucking Winston, dude. Piece almost anyway, almost Jameis. Let's, let's, let's not get off on football again. Yeah, so, I mean, we can't afterwards. But, you know. So drinking. loud boom. I'm like, what the hell was that? Turn around. And this woman is like freaking out. So we go running over there. And as we're like approaching it, it's this little like crossover SUV thing. And there's just like legs sticking out from under it, like kicking <laughs> frantically. This dude was working on the car and had the wheels off of it, and it fell off the jack stands oh on top of him. So me and my buddy Hart, uh, Matt Hart, he's probably not listening to this, but if he is, you're a fucking piece of shit, Matt. <laughs> um, but we got running over there, and I think it was me and him. It might have been somebody else. But we like legit picked this car up off the ground and then – uh, one of our other buddies pulled him out from underneath of it, and we like Shit. totally saved this dude. It's Jesus. pretty sweet. It's not impressive if it's a Hot Wheels car, though. Or like it was like a it was some kind of a crossover. <laughs> I don't remember. You drive it though. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean it's <laughs> it is a vehicle you drive. Yeah, yeah, that's legal. Sure. That's impressive, no, man. Yeah, that's and awesome. then shortly yeah, after that, crazy. me and Matt both started going bald. Bro. So 
that could have been it. You that just, could have like, been the, the catalyst. Adrenaline just sucked all the hair all growing yeah. ability out yeah. of our bodies. I still, I still blame Rogaine. I really think that they have people placed in barbershops all over the world that while they're cutting your hair, they put stuff in it to make you go bald so you have to buy their product. It's but the chemicals. What, yeah, but what they don't realize that like Bic and them have the fucking, you know, the market cornered on that, that fucking bald head beard look, so... Gillette. Even though Jed just best like a piece of shit all the time, anyways. So. I do, yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> that's why we're in podcasting and not, not Facebook Live. I'll donate so. some hair for you, bro. If you want a rabby wig, it's I'll funny though because I was telling uh, I was telling Jess about my friends that started that podcast. Oh yeah, and uh, shout parents, out to them. By yeah, the way, shout for out to you guys shout for out. shouting out to us. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Parents After Hours, you should check them out. They're really cool. Um, but they are like, their archetype is like the exact same archetype as me and Jess. And I was telling her about it cause we were listening to them while we were driving up to Philly. And I was like, what's weird is they're just like us. And, and she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, like his wife is a certified babe, just like you. And like me and him are both fucking trolls. So like people <laughs> have to see us out in public and just be like, is she okay? He's got money. <laughs> like, <laughs> He's got money. <laughs> I'm just waiting on somebody to like come up to her in a in like a department store and just be like, "Ma'am, are you under any duress right now?" Just like, <laughs> are you being held? Yeah, are you being <laughs> held against your will? <laughs> nope. God. She's just dumb. <clears throat> nah, man. You got a nice dick and you know what to do with it. There ain't nothing wrong with that, baby. That's it. Doesn't matter how big it is if you throw it hard enough. That's right. I can just do a I could do a counterclockwise motion that you're not getting anywhere else. Patent pending. Patent pending. <laughs> Patent pending. I put in the paperwork. I'll sue the, the fucking shit out of you. Get the 13 palm tree stamp of approval right at the base. <laughs> That'd have to be a really small stamp. <laughs> For me, yeah. It'd be like one palm tree. It's like yeah. a it's one of those like stamps that they use on uh like to stamp like a coffee card. Mm. So mm-hmm. that you know okay. that like after you get nine stamps, mm-hmm. yeah, it's that size. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on. I'm leaving all this. I'm in sure here. that this was a family show. <laughs> I hope not. You brought the wrong guys. Yeah, we're the wrong family. Guys, right? show. <laughs> nah, yeah. I mean, well, the thing is is like people still I mean, fuck dude, we're what did I showed today. 1924. Yeah, we're almost at 2000. And we've been live for three months. So, like, we've we've had people that have decent sized podcasts tell us that it took them like a year to get those kind of numbers. And it, and this is like just a grind, not necessarily paying for likes and just sponsoring the page. This is just doing it. No, we don't pay for anything. No, Facebook's actually talking about Facebook's actually fucking me by taking out extra money after I've already paid for Facebook. Uh, ads. Right. I paid for ads like two months ago, and like every couple we weeks, first opened, pretty yeah. Much. And I haven't first ran opened. an ad since. And they're saying that I still owe thirty dollars, and they're taking it out in like four dollar increments randomly. So I got a hold of my bank, and they're like, "Well, it's going to happen for two months consecutively." But I see back here two months ago that there was a charge, and then now they're starting to take out this. So it's got to happen for two more months before we can block that. I'm like. Oh, that's nice. Fucker. That's nice. Like, that's cool. I guess I'll just keep losing money. My it's not kids, a lot of money, my but My kids still. ain't going to eat, but it's yeah. all right. You just yeah. go ahead and you do that in two months. Like, it's hard to feed a sock full of my <laughs> semen. So to talk about <laughs> m- music. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. We do play music. We've been known, <laughs> known to play music. So I got a question for you two. Um, sure. Yes. I mean, you both play metal. Are you both like big time metal metalheads? Love it. Yeah. I'm, we're eclectic souls. We love a little bit of everything. Yeah. What about... What about you? You big time metalhead? Yes. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I so, mean, I love all kinds of music, but I prefer to play metal. He, one of the best 
bassists in West Virginia, hands down. For anything, baby. For, pound I for pound. I swear to God, I've watched. I mean, fuck, I'll I, say it, motherfucker. just going to sit here all humble, but I'll say it. I had the cafe, <laughs> and I watched a lot of bands, even bands from out of state, and I've always enjoyed watching you play bass. Fucking it's egg. fucking just. Thank you. I feel it, like it that's like my mind. I feel like that's the one factor with metal that oftentimes just gets like overlooked in bands is you'll have these bands that have like, you know, bitch and ass guitarists and like awesome drums and then their their bassist is just like dum 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 you know, some fucking dumb shit simple mm-hmm. ass bass line. Absolutely. And then you listen to the shit with we're like not really necessarily metal, but um <laughs> oh man, I just forgot their like name. Animals Mike is Patton, leaders. Uh mm-hmm. Mike Patton, um yeah, oh Animals is leaders. Oh my god. We like the prog a lot. Mm-hmm. What the fuck was his band called? You have you have a fucking fancy new iPhone. Ask oh shit. Okay. Well, he, he the song epic. Um, Faith no more. Faith no Faith, more. Oh, yeah. There we okay, go. Okay, God, yeah. I couldn't remember the name of it. Well, he is in like, like eight projects in fairness. <laughs> yeah, that's in fair. fairness. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. But yeah, I feel like bass is one of those things that just like really gets overlooked. He makes it, man. This there, guy's uh, a secret what, sauce. What's that Iron Maiden song that has like the fucking amazing uh, bass in it? Uh, all of them. Yeah, well, that's true, too. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's one of Maiden, the, uh, baby. <laughs> it's like Song of the Ocean or some shit. Like, Song of the Maiden something. I can't think of the name. Whatever. It doesn't matter. The, the question I was going to originally ask, man, the tangents today. Um, <clears throat> who would you guys point to as like the one person in metal, like whenever you think of instrumentally, just like the goal, if you could pick one? For me... Being a front man, I'm a Rob Halford guy. Oh, Rob Halford. Everything oh, about yes. Rob fucking Halford. He the way to, he goes about everything? the business about and well, you know, <laughs> everything. I mean, the guy pioneered. I a mean, lot. we're pretty open <laughs> here, so no, man. Just how humble he's remained in spite of all the success of Priest. I mean, you're talking about Judas Priest being one of the biggest bands ever to do it. One of the most influential bands His ever. His fucking voice, too, man. All, if anyone ever wants to know about Rob Halford, one video clip, Diamonds and Rust, mm-hmm. acoustic, where motherfucker ain't even singing into this microphone, his voice is so powerful. He's, he's the only person out. that could make me listen to Five Finger Death Punch. Whew, he's so good. But for me, it's, it's him. From the chops, from how he represents metal, he's an ambassador of metal. He's on the Mount Rushmore of it, as far as I'm concerned. It'd be really hard for me to pick one. I don't know because more recently I've gotten into a lot more of the slapping and popping and funk stuff and trying to incorporate it into metal. Some uh, uh, I can't remember anybody's name. Primus. Uh, yeah, Les Claypool, like, Les Victor Claypool Wooten there type stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just I don't know. Trying to expand it because that's one thing about metal that I enjoy the most is there are no fucking rules. Right. You just do. Whatever you can the fuck do. You want. It can be. We can go from a fucking swing feel in one riff and bring it into a fucking blast beat in the next. And if it mm-hmm. works with the overall with the song, there's nobody going. What the f- who throws a fucking swing riff in the middle of it? It works. You know, and I no feel like metal, rules. like metal bands, are more inclined to just do whatever the fuck they feel oh, like. Yeah. Well, yeah, we get away with a lot. It's like yeah. ah, yeah. no one's really since, listening anyway. Fuck them. Since that like <laughs> whole craze with like whatever, like Attack Attack and all those bands started coming out that were like the new metal, and they started doing like all their fucking EDM style breaks metal and shit. Core. And then everybody tried their own kind of thing with it. So that kind of opened that up for every metal band to be like, fuck it. 
let's have a country riff. Let's have this kind of riff. Let's have this kind of riff and to see what we can do. Yeah. But it doesn't happen in a lot of other styles of music that you really notice. Right. Well, they so, have that rigid <clears throat> format because they want to fall within that genre mm-hmm. yeah. to make check to off get the boxes. shows or get that yeah. radio play. Whereas metal guys don't give a fuck from don't the beginning because yeah. you know no one's gonna play shit on yeah. the radio. Yeah. That's, it's hard that's, as fuck to get bit to play like, a show. Like I saw, like a bunch of people were pissed whenever Lamb of God dropped that last album. Mm. Yeah, because the pu- there was the clean punk. vocals yeah. on oh, it. Well, and it was it was punk stuff. It wasn't right. really metal. It was like punk covers, sort of like Lamb of God style. And people right. were mad, but it's just like, well, he didn't. Why be mad? It's fucking awesome. It's it also because great. he like, actually hated. Metal. He hates metal. He yeah. hates metal. Randy. Randy yeah. Blythe does yeah. not like metal. He's a punk. He's, he's a fucking he loves punk. goddamn punk rocker. That just happens to be good at. Happens to be like <laughs> one of yeah. the best so. metal vocalists ever. Yeah. Like, hey, more power to him, right? I think, unfortunately, what you deal with with a lot of metal people is in spite of the eclectic, creative nature of it, where you anything goes, you can make whatever you want happen, but you have a very just small-minded fan base sometimes where they want what they want. They think that they're different because they're not listening to pop, but they're not any different because they have this preconceived notion of what this heavy song needs to be. And if it's not checking those boxes the same way that these labels and radio stations are checking theirs, they're not going to like it. And if it's a little different, they're not going to like it. But you know, you just have to be brave enough to have the courage to put into the creation mm-hmm. and just block everything out. Yeah. You know, just be have the balls to pull out all the stops. And if that's something that's not traditionally metal, well, it wasn't, but it is now. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, don't be afraid to take the next step in yeah, music. Go like, for it, dude. Yeah, just, I mean, it's because music it. isn't about what, <clears throat> what you're hearing on radio or what they're pushing to you as far as this is the popular fucking song, this is the popular style. It's as a creator, it's about you it's about you as a as a person it's about you as a band so who gives a shit if it's not the cool thing or like the hip thing or if it's what's being fucking played on radio like if it's what you're feeling at that time then fucking play it who cares if it makes people go to the bar to show if you enjoy it fuck it i mean yeah you might not be playing a lot of shows because people will be like their promoters would be like well you ran everybody off but if it's what you want to play just fucking play it I think the Don't most worry. courageous thing you can do is committing to being a melting pot band, yeah. which means it's all on the table all the time. And that doesn't mean we're going to break into a full-blown honky-tonk riff and start <laughs> singing about a mud and adventure on Labor Day. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, we, We've been known to take a honky-tonk lick, just switch mm-hmm. the drums over around it, and then speed it yeah. up a little bit, and it quickly became fucking metal. Yeah. I mean... We try to be a metalhead's metal band that can appeal to the non-metalhead. Mm-hmm. If you see it, if you just, hey, man, we took a chance on checking out a show and they hung around to see us and we tried to rope those people in with the groove. You know what I mean? Well, I think like new, I don't know if I want to say like new metal. I don't know the right, I don't know. I don't know the terminology. I don't really care. I just like, well, there's so many sub Yeah, there's way too many subgenres. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I think the issue that I see with a lot of like the newer metal that's coming out is because metal's always kind of like historically had this progression, you know, where you can go all the way back to like, 
the first Origins of Metal, and it was like really simple, sure, very basic, you know, like early Black Sabbathy stuff. And then like throughout the years, it progressed and it got heavier and faster. And you know, they started doing two guitars, and then you know, three now guitars, there's like bass riffs, and there's three <laughs> guitars, and like you're now there's key. eight string, nine string, it, drop yeah, tune, and like yeah. I, I feel like at some point that's the that's the problem that I see with like new metal is like right. you go back to bands like Iron Maiden, Megadeth, like Pantera. Uh, Judas Priest, like back, you know, those bands, they were going faster and faster and faster and adding more stuff and adding more yeah. stuff, but everything tied in together, everything transitioned well. It was still musical. Good. It was musical. It, yeah. The melody, the now dynamics. Now it's just like mm-hmm. everybody's just trying to see, like, you know, how heavy of a drop can we oh, put in yeah. here? Right. How many right, guitars right, right, can right. we have playing at once? And it's like it washes out the music a lot. It does. And Bands rush songs. Yeah, because like, it doesn't matter. Like they're like, yeah, they just want to have that newest, coolest thing out there. It's like this would be a good single bands, man, three and a half minutes. Like, you know, looking, looking, yeah, like looking back over history, it's like those bands didn't just and make an album. They right. took years, mm-hmm. right? Maybe a maybe a single or two were fucking done in an evening, but like it takes fucking time. Don't just throw together bullshit and play it because you can. If it takes you a while to Let, build a set and go out there and play, just fucking build it and make it what you want, not what you think people want to hear. Right. Sorry. It's I'm, like a chill. I'm getting a little bit tipsy. Old man Daniel. No, 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 old man no, no, Daniel. No, no. We're going deep. Up. We're going first, deep in the murky this waters. Is, this is the first actual wasted local town. Well, I mean, that's fucking, I'm getting, I'm With them DE boys, baby. Yeah, it's with yeah. them boys. Cheers. It's with them boys. There's nothing truer. I mean, doing it yourself, you spend all your free time and money dumping it into this project, and a yeah. lot of the time you don't get a return from it. So if you don't fucking love it, you're lucky exactly. to break even. You're not going to last long. You're lucky to break even. In the music fucking business at all, especially in metal. I can tell you that. I've been and doing this for 15 plus fucking years and I've right. never made a goddamn time. <laughs> <laughs> if we did, it went right back into yeah. the band. Oh, we keep yeah. spinning it, we keep loading into cars and we keep playing the shit dive bars just for the opportunity to play in front of the right person because mm-hmm. we love what we do. We yeah. write what we love and when, if you enjoy it, cool. If you don't, go fuck yourself. You better right. love it. Yeah, the, if the, you want to play music yeah. like this, you better fucking love it. Case in point, last show we played of the summer, we did a double dip in Ohio and the second date was in Columbus, Ohio. The same time as the show, Ohio State was playing on national television primetime. So there was nobody Nobody there, bro. This bar was literally located on the Ohio State like frat row. Frat house, frat house, frat house, sorority house. So we were like, oh, this is going to be sick. Just people wandering in from the street Mm -hmm. traffic is going to bring people in. It's going to be awesome. Wait, what time is the game? Football, nope. Fuck. Dude, we literally played for no one. We played for the sound guy and the other band that and came the other played. fucking bands. And it was one of those just it'll rattle you mm-hmm. because you get so pumped, you kind of build these shows up sometimes to be something that they're not because they're big for you. Yeah. But you don't ever know what you're gonna get until yeah. you get there. But it was just a, a poor logistics situation. Mm-hmm. But you know what? At the end of all that, man, I still felt blessed to be doing what I'm doing. Because these fucks are out there and they're chasing the dollar and doing whatever they got to do, but they're miserable. Mm-hmm. They wish that they were as passionate as something that we're all passionate yeah. about. It's If you're wondering what's wrong with... I think people are not as brave to be more creative these days. If more people took the time to create something out of nothing, that's about as positive as it gets. Yeah. And to have... Uh, you know, the lack of ego to put it out there, to be scrutinized, just putting it out there. Dude, that 
that shit changes t- the world, man. I know that kind of sounds like yeah. a hippie thing to say, <clears throat> but if more people created shit rather than being negative and just mm-hmm. post on threads and doing all that shit, think about where we would be at. Yeah. Think about the art we would have and everything. Like, oh yeah, I've seen some people that people just, just making beer or doing yeah. paintings or you know fucking around on a mandolin, whatever yeah. it is, man. If someone took the time to be an artisan in something rather than being a fucking scared prick on the internet, yeah, we'd be in a better place yep. as a society. <laughs> just just put yourself out there. I mean, you know, create something. If you create it, who cares if people fucking scrutinize it? Like to me, like, cause I, I recently decided that fuck it. I went on SoundCloud and released my own, all of my demos. Self just, just, yeah. Soundcloud.com slash Daniel Bonner music. Um, but I, I did it because like one, I was saving them to like actually you know, record with a full band and everything like that and actually put them out and produce them. But it, it got to the point where it's like, I'm getting so busy with podcasting, but I want to, I want people to hear what I've created that I just threw it out there. You and, get the itch when you're sitting yeah, on something. Yeah. And there's like 12 songs or something like that out there now. And it's not about me. Like, look at what I can fucking do. Look at the songs that I can play. But it's like each of those songs have in the description of the song, like what I was feeling at the time whenever I wrote it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it, you're like putting I, yourself. Every out single there. one of them yeah. just says "old," just <laughs> depression, 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 depression. Frustrated with Jerry, <laughs> anal fissure, depression. No, um, but and <laughs> the nice, <laughs> the thing about it, it's like I, I'm looking for feedback on it, like you know, and I, you know, you if, if if you have, I mean, constructive criticism, like it's it sucks hearing that something that you've created isn't amazing yeah or like if somebody doesn't like it or anything like that but honestly it it pushes you to be better and to me that's what i'm like i i prefer that and especially with the podcast because like i look at the comments we've got on the podcast it's just like five stars it's like motherfucker i know there's somebody out there that fucking hates this shit that we're talking about absolutely (laughs) that hates me that hates jed fucking tell us there's definitely I want somebody that, out there I, that hates me. Yeah, I know there's people out there that hate me. I live yeah. with one of them. You know, I've always <laughs> married I've to always, her for five years. Shout out to Jess. Oh, I thought you were talking about me. I live with you too. I was like, yeah, you're fucking right. I hate you. No, no your hate like, does not even come like close the, to hers. The constructive criticism is honestly, if you can handle it, it will you push should be you able to. so much further than you thought you could be. See, I don't think I could ever be a musician for that exact reason. Because like, you can't I, be comfortable. I you will can't never, be comfortable and you can't surround no. yourself with yes men. Yeah. Like, I would mm-hmm. never tell someone, like, I'm not comfortable with your criticism because you have to be open for criticism. You have to, yeah. But if somebody even gives me like the slightest criti- criticism about anything, I'm just immediately like, well, that's pretty mean. You know, like I just... <laughs> I can't not take it personally, and then I either just get upset or mad. Like Leave in the, the comments other. right now what you fucking feel about Jed. Personally, please, I want to see him Fuck cry more. this guy up. Give him an eating disorder. Yeah. This will be two weeks. This will He's be eating two all weeks. my corn dogs. This will be two yeah. weeks in a row that I've almost cried on an episode. He's going to be constipated at first. Last and week. then much like the emotions everything's gonna come flowing it's out gonna come flowing. and he's gonna need a lot of pedialyte <laughs> saltine crackers bro pedialyte though come on now come on dude pedialyte is awesome pedialyte hydration is the shit bro. now they have pedialyte with probiotics in it Yo. too Duh. which like dude you know when they For came out with man that like me they were somebody in the marketing bro. team was just like listen let's load this shit up dog like <laughs> let's throw people as much are drinking this because they're fucking hungover like <laughs> oh, can we yeah. throw anything else in this to help them probiotics sure they're shitting yeah. their brains out they need rehydrated 
Yep. Reha- wow, I said that weird. Re- rehydrate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to try to say it again because I think I'm going to fuck it up again if I do. <laughs> but they need to get liquid back in their body. Replenish. Yeah, and they can't stop shit either, so let's just throw <laughs> some probiotics in there. Next thing you know, it's going to come like, du- like it's going to have a duo pack that's going to be shrimp- shrink-wrapped with Pepto. That'd be fun. Actually, that. that's pretty <clears throat> smart. That was very... Pedialyte hit I'm me more up. Of a, <laughs> I'm more of a Rolaids, Rolaids guy. You know what I mean? So being about an hour into this, let's, let's, let's talk about disillusion effect a little bit. All right. I know we keep... Because we're going to get about four minutes of disillusion effect and we're going to go off on another tangent. So let's oh, hey, like, wait, 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 sure, wait, wait. Sure, oh, sure, Where's your guys' social media? Yeah. Everywhere, man. You can find us on Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, Where's YouTube. Where's your music at? You can find it on iTunes, Spotify, at one, Google two, Play. At 123 on December 14th. December 14th. <laughs> Doors open at 8. Show starts at 9. Boom. Yeah, man. You can find us everywhere. DisillusionEffect.com. Just Google us, man. Google oh. us. There'll be a lot of awesome links and some nonsense to be found there. So Siri, show me Disillusion Effect. Oh, I forgot to enable Siri. That didn't work. <laughs> Mine's been disabled for a while because people would just sit there and be like, Siri. Fuck the CIA, bro. <laughs> Look up this. It's like, no, don't look up that series. Please don't. (laughs) But no, I mean, talking about real stuff and metal stuff, just some things to look forward to uh, from the DE in the future. We've always prided ourselves to be that melting pot band, as we talked about a little Mm -hmm. bit earlier. Um, We have two new members, as Bob said, bringing their writing prowess to the table. And they have an extreme metal background, like full-blown fucking death. So what we're going to do is marriage the groove and thrashy elements of the DE of old and kind of that progressive flavor of just, we might throw something weird like a jazzy fucking bass riff or an instrumental piece that just kind of adds to the experience. We're going to kind of, we're going to make this baby, but I would expect since we're a couple of songs deep now, the most savage DE to date, the heaviest. I'm excited for it. But also the yeah. most musical. We're trying to simplify our songwriting into not throwing like 15 to 20 riffs at you in a song. We're going to try to hit you with seven or eight riffs that you're going to be humming in the shower. Mm. You know, those money riffs. Yeah. Crunchy, <clears throat> just trying to... Kind of because t- we we've been really inspired by bands like Gojira in the last couple of years. Just seeing the psychology of what they do, realizing that you don't need to make these incredible, intricate songs that have all these different parts, and that's fun, and we've done that. But we want to kind of make songs that are a little bit more palatable in terms of the structures and things that you can wrap your head around. Because we heard a lot with our last release that. You know, we really love this riff and we were waiting for it to come back and it just never came just back. Never. <laughs> and it was just like, it was like <laughs> that, that eclipse, more. like it happened and either you saw it and, or you didn't. But, you know, we're really trying to just make things a little bit more straightforward in the run. And from a lyrical standpoint, I've been wanting to write things that I think are a little bit more real rather than writing things that, could be considered metal aesthetics mm-hmm. in the past of, oh, let's just write about something brutal. You know, that would be cool. But having the courage to write about myself mm-hmm. and things that... Kind of opening yourself up and expressing Putting myself yourself, out there. Yeah. Right. And I with the last record, I feel like I had a really great breakthrough doing that. And 
I wrote our newest song, which we're going to be playing that one at the show. It's called When the Hunger Finds Me. And it's about <laughs> my bouts with depression over the series of my life. And, you know, something that I haven't really opened up much about until like the last year. But, um, you know, we just want to be that band that is relatable and creates a powerful experience live. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We don't want to be that band of dudes that think, because when you go and you see, one thing about our band, when you see our band, we're silly bastards in between songs. Like we're there to have fun. Yeah. Like we know the music <laughs> is serious and we take it seriously, but we wanted it to be fun in between songs. We want to say some lewd shit that makes people laugh and, you know, kind of have a party with it if we can. But, uh, you know, I would expect big things from the DE. And they're, you're going to get a taste if you come out Friday, December 14th at 123 Pleasant Street. It'll be brutal as fuck. It's going to be brutal. Expect the nastiest guitar solo in DE history. I want to hear some bass solos, Bob. Oh, well, guess what? I'll be there. You're going to get one. God, you got him fucked up with that beer. What? Are you drinking whiskey too? Fuck yeah, I'm drinking whiskey too. <laughs> we're drinking whiskey, <laughs> we're drinking beer. First, Sunday fun day. Sunday fun first, day. Like, Shout out we, to Bullet. Me and Chris have a day off. We have a day off. Dallas doesn't play today. They play on Thursday. Emotional day and off, a day off from work. It plays beautiful. on Thursday. We're talking about life and music yeah, right now. Yeah. Why not have a couple of cocktails? Couple I should have had Jess least. bring me over. I already you got a face too. Well, no, I got, I got a lot of homework. Yeah, yeah. But Bob, I want you to, you're going to be... Bass tell him about the bass. bass. Give him a little. Give him a little something, something, I, Bobby. What can you tell him? I I love watching you play bass. I'm not. I'm not a, originally a bass. I started on drums, worked to bass, then guitar, and I've been playing guitar for most of my life. But watching a bassist that knows how to fucking play the bass, no pick, is fucking dude. It's amazing. No pick. It's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. You know, there's actually this new song when the hunger finds me. Uh, a lot of our older material didn't have a lot of room. For that kind of stuff, I mean, mm -hmm. there's there was so much going on within the riffs, and then only having one guitar player, solos really weren't. We didn't give a fuck about solos. Yeah. We were like, let's, what would be a solo? Let's just throw in another fucking badass riff and make it crazy, and we'll mm -hmm. flip it around and do octaves off of each other, and you know what I mean, make some harmonies. But now, <clears throat> like he said, we're trying to focus on the meat and potatoes of the music and write well-rounded songs instead of just throwing eighteen riffs that work together, yeah, and creating a song out of it. Either way is good. But Eddie has a lot different, more different style than Jimmy did, where Eddie likes to let the music breathe and give some room. So it's really given me the opportunity to start doing things I never really had the opportunity to do because he's given me that breathing room to kind of let me do my thing. Mm -hmm. So this song I actually wrote probably... 70% of the riffs and stuff and then we went into this space and Eddie created a couple more of the other riffs and Generated a space for me to write a solo which it, I'm excited uh, for that. So you're gonna get it, baby. Yeah. You wanted it. You got it. It'll be, the, I'll be there. Uh, my first full-blown <clears throat> solo in a song Right. So it's, it's, it's a lot I'm of fun. For that. They Jed, got you, a taste Jed, you gotta go to that record. show with me because yeah, I gotta go to that show like it, and if anything like, you know These guys are great, but watch <laughs> Bob play bass like it just like if you're any kind of musician, come out and watch Bob play bass. Like, like I yeah, hope you guys. Me. I hope you guys play fuck sexual chocolate. This I, man. I hope. Sexual chocolate. The I beard hope. and the bulge. Are you guys playing after? 
Worst kept secret because yeah, I would it's hate. It's our show, so we're headlining. Okay, cool. Because yeah, because yeah. like I, I'd feel sorry for Pat Cole if he had to follow Bob up. <laughs> he don't want none of that. I love you too, Pat Cole. Yeah. But you know, I know your mother knows that you don't want none of that. Yeah, you use that dark glass and fucking make yourself sound good. But Bob, <laughs> Bob over here is gonna actually play bass. <laughs> we hey, should uh, we should like have make custom like we should custom we should make like big ass signs and take with us the, and whenever. Uh, Worst kept shit brick gets up there. <laughs> Worst kept shit brick. Just put the, put the signs up and just have like play bender. I'll hold play. Oh you my play, god! You hold bender. How about a bender <laughs> chant? Let's do bender. it. Bender. Well, they bender. we should do that. Sean said the next time they play it that I can get up there and sing with them. Nice. <laughs> and we talked about. I on, love on Daniel that. Bonner vocal. <laughs> uh, uh, you know what? Because the guy's always wasted. I'm you, always you fucking wasted. <laughs> if you do that, <laughs> if you do that though, like you can't actually sing the lyrics. You have to sing some of the dumb shit lyrics that we make up at the house. Because <laughs> like we, we hear that song so much that it's oh, just yeah, stuck in our I've, heads all the time. I've got to. I, I, you know, mixing and like putting the song in the episodes and shit. So. And we'll just randomly be singing it and just adding like random words to it. <laughs> it's become a new thing now though, hasn't it? Yeah. It has been. It's become like a living, breathing thing. That's kind of what happened to they're... our Tom Stowers impression. First, we just kind of did it to make fun of him, but now it's become a living, breathing entity mm-hmm. on its own. It is what it we is. didn't want it. It's we created a monster. Mm-hmm. And that's what this is. Well, this, is but this, this is just season one of, of Wasted. So season two, maybe we can use a dissolution effect song. Can we do themes? Are we going to do themes? We should. You should, you should do a DE song. Listen, we we're getting ready to. I'm going to bring it to you here first, baby. Let me go with the sexy talk. I'm going to bring it to you here first. We're going to be dropping some hot shit in 2019. You know what I'm saying? We're going to be bringing the first ever DE banger to your motherfucking ass. What you think about that? Put that on your motherfucking podcast. <laughs> That's what we should we bring do. In, we bring in the nasty shit. Mm. That's what we nasty need. We don't need, we don't need a DE song. We need him to do just like a talking just, oh, yeah. song where he just talks just like that. And then you just play like some like sexy just jazz. Some fucking sexy oh, yeah. jazz bass oh, yeah. in the background. Yeah, we, can do just, that. we can do that. Yeah, we can oh, totally do that. Mm-hmm. Just get a couple more beers that and some whiskey. We'll, Daniel's rock solid, over. but you just can't see. Yeah. You're right. It, it's definitely coming. not the balls that make it look small. <laughs> it's just my dick. <laughs> no, this is what we bring to the table. We yeah. like to just be This is all the in between the song stuff that you're hearing now yeah. on stage. Yeah, this is what we like. This is what this is what disillusion effect brings in between every song. Rab likes to call out strippers and random mothers and just tell delightful stories about fucking women in the ass in front of his mother. I mean, you never know what you're going to get. First of all, that was the bald pussy joke in front of my mother, just to get it right. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't talk about sodomy in front of my mom. I would. (laughs) But, uh, like, for instance, recently we played Connecticut, and I told everyone that they can Google us, or I hope that someone sends them anthrax in the mail. How did that go over with the crowd? Uh, you heard a female in particular yell, "Oh my god, that's fucked up!" Was this? Hold on, yeah. like how long? How far back was this? No, it was uh, this year. So I feel like it was a little bit of a dated reference. Well, so was <laughs> yeah. it prior to? Because you saw where like all the bombs and the anthrax. Got oh sent yeah, to, yeah, like, yeah. All the Democratic yeah. politics. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was prior. Well, actually, to that. yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I don't want to take the credit for it, but I might have brought it back. <laughs> 
There's a poly- Republican politician sitting there <laughs> in that bar and just being like, huh, that's a good fucking idea. Yeah. yeah, I feel like everyone's forgot about anthrax. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the IEDs now. Back, Maybe baby. we just yeah. send them some death in the mail and see what happens. Just mail them an unvaccinated child. Yeah, or you can just mail them that fucking worst kept secret EP that's coming out. <laughs> Just Every let him, copy's let him, guaranteed with anthrax. <laughs> <laughs> if it doesn't kill you from sniffing it, it's going to kill you from listening to it. So either way. You know it, what would kill you is uh, <laughs> probably coming into contact with Ryan's dick. That gingered little bastard. I bet you that there's something brewing in that urethra mm. that could cause the next bubonic plague. I feel like I feel like you spend too much time thinking about his dick. No, no, no. This just kind of came to me all of a sudden because, as we understand and know, drummers tend to be the filthiest of the breeds. Yeah. Like if you're going to get a VD, you're going to get it from, <laughs> from the drummer, the drummer or the, the guitar drummer. player. Yeah. Like, let's just be real. Yeah, it's the truth. That's what's going to happen. Singers well, are I mean, insecure. Okay, so, no one gives <clears throat> a fuck about bassists, and then true. that's the way. I'm it's pretty. True. I'm pretty sure I've told this on on this podcast before, but the very first Marshall. After Atlas show ever. <laughs> My first VD. The first After Atlas show was on you New should. Year's of 2015 <laughs> into 2016, and Marshall, our drummer, decides to go out and get Taco Bell before the show, which, as any musician knows, like, that's You only get it after the show, bro. You get it after the show, <laughs> unless true. you want this to happen. He was sitting there right before we started playing, and right before, literally, he just thought he had to fart. Mm-hmm. Oh no! <clears throat> Did he have the Mexican That's pizza? The old Taco Bell I don't special. know. I don't know what he had. I bet he... you there's a 45 percent chance that he got the Mexican pizza, mm-hmm. and that's a big menu, brother. Oh yeah, Marshall Myers. Looking on Facebook, he shat himself. I'm gonna send him a DM. About and this. okay, listen. <laughs> but but the thing is, he didn't go. Hold up, guys. Let me go to the bathroom. He was like, done. We played the whole set. Then he went to the bathroom. He sat in his shit the entire fucking set like a champ. Yep. Could you smell him on stage? I don't remember. Was so fucking, dude, it was New Year's. I don't remember. Dude, uh, a club gets so smelly, you could oh, probably yeah. get away with shitting your mm-hmm. pants yeah. and no one knowing. Because they'll be like, oh, well, this guy on stage didn't shit his pants. Someone must have farted in the crowd. <laughs> like, That's probably what he was hoping on. <laughs> He's like, I got that, I got that logic yep. on my side. <clears throat> yep. Just power through it. It happened. Yeah, Taco Bell delivered diarrhea to your door now. So mm-hmm. yeah, they will. If you really, <laughs> yeah. if you really hate yourself, you could just not even get up to go get it. Just have them bring it right to bring you. Bring it to you. Just eat it on the toilet. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the best way to do it anyway. What do you yeah. think the turnaround time is for a Taco Bell? digestion session probably under an hour which is weird i would say under an hour more about yeah. 13 minutes yeah <laughs> for any when you want to do a cleanse for a man really, you yeah. just eat some taco bell and yeah. then just watching a bird eat yeah yeah for a man in his 30s poisons all the drink oh toxins i can drive by minutes. a taco bell and it happens to me yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was like oh taco bell oh, god it's like that old cky video <laughs> yeah. where brandon dick Emilio pulls up to the mcdonald's <laughs> yeah. or whatever it is and he's like what's up with your food man i feel like i got a <laughs> shit i think just thinking about it i'm just Shit right now. (laughs) Classic. (laughs) Classic. Uh, But hey, dude, shout out to Taco Bell because it's delicious. (laughs) And you know what? It doesn't matter, poops. How many poops? I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna get that five dollar box, whatever your whatever the deal is. Because it's because we all hate ourselves at the end of the day. We all resent our existence in one way or another. (laughs) Just like Worst Kept Secret resents creating that Bender song. 
probably being on this show. <laughs> being on the show. Being on the show. Hanging out with us. Working with me. Yeah, Pat Cole is actually supposed to be here today, by the way. Yeah, he, got, he got he got quote caught in traffic with his personal. girlfriend up close to Pittsburgh. I'm pretty sure he's probably what, getting was he his taking prostate her fucking shopping size. at the Robinson Town Center. <laughs> probably <laughs> taking her to Red Robin. Daniel, dude, my bad, man. We got into traffic on our way back from IKEA and <laughs> ended dude, up at Red Lobster. <laughs> we wanted to go to Mike Ditka's Steakhouse, so bro, I mean, what am I supposed to do? I had to go take some p- fucking pictures of the food there, bro. I mean, I'm gonna be back. By the way, I oh, can't sit in the poster? same. He's oh. a, he posts food pics, Chris. Oh. Me and you. He dude. also is emasculated by Bob's base prowess. So that let's oh, just put the yeah. fucking shit on the table right yeah. now. You didn't want to be here, Pat Cole. He was intimidated. You I had to sit here and get that girthy Bob stomped poke the whole time, and you just couldn't handle it. Ain't that right, bye? Ain't that right, bye? <laughs> I love you, Pat. <laughs> we love you, Pat. Yeah, we do. I, I only like say we this broke shit a because for dick references. Oh my god, Jed, episode. I've got a great idea. Because Pat has this thing now. Because him and his girlfriend are getting really serious. They got a house together and everything. They're gonna, you know, life will be life. You know, they're gonna get married, and I'm still sad over here. But <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. I think what we should do for wasted local town is that every time we post a picture of those two together, we should reenact it. And tag him and his girlfriend in it. I oh, love Lord. that. I, I think it would be amazing. So okay, with <laughs> because I it. love Pat Cole, but I'm going to be oh, real. Oh, I like love his Pat social too. Oh, yeah. his social networking um, conduct has become annoying, and he deserves everything he gets. I've had people <laughs> message me like. <laughs> Listen, I'm not exactly like, like envious of your happiness because I'm not because I know that that's just that's going to fade and eventually you're going to be miserable <laughs> with me. So, <laughs> so I'm glad that you're on the ride right now. I'm glad it's going great for you. But the reality is you're going to look back in these posts in your memories and you might cut yourself. And then I want you to remember what I said today. <laughs> But we are going to reenact your fucking post because it's hilarious and necessary. Oh, my God. Sue me. Take me to Judge Judy. <laughs> Cocksucker. Cocksucker. <laughs> oh, Pat Cole. Wasted local talent. I wouldn't have thought I would have. <laughs> we don't condone it, but if someone's cyberbullying, you go and punch him in the fucking mouth. How about that? <laughs> So, Pat Cole, I want you to be the first person. I don't want you to like it on Facebook. I want you to love it on Facebook. Emote style. I need it. And I need you to embrace it. Is it going to get you in trouble and possibly hurt your blowjob quota? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) But that's not my business. (laughs) It's not my department. (laughs) It's not my department, baby. It's really not. I didn't expect to talk about worst kept secret as much as we did, but we are playing with him, so we'll give it, we'll give it a little love. I just like talking. Talk about about Jared. Jared. Let's talk about Jared Miller's fucking tight jeans. 
Do you think he wears compression shorts to get in them things? Or does he have just a really small wiener? Because I'm concerned. <laughs> we could phone a friend and call his wife. Get Megs on the Wait, line. I don't have her number. Who's got Megs? Who's got Megs? I don't have her number, but okay. man, that would be great. Damn. Megs, it's Rabby from the DE. I'm wasting time. <laughs> I'm here to Quick talk question. about Yelby's dick. I know you committed to it and are probably resentful for doing so. But how's that fucking schlong? <laughs> When you pulled off the top of the can, were you expecting the Vienna sausage? <laughs> no, I'm sure he's he's got great cardio. He's going to rabbit fuck it until the end. He makes mm. it work. Can I just tell you that I love Vienna sausages, and I always keep some at work in my drawer. Oh, that's so gross. And They're, the other day, I, I hate took canned them, meats. The other day, I took them out, and I opened them, and I started eating them, and one of my coworkers, like, I, like, Saw him out of the corner of my eye, like slowly turned to look at me and then stood up and like looked over the edge of my desk. And he was like, are you eating fucking Vienna sausages? <laughs> Did you have saltine crackers with them? Because I feel like no, you I get the hot ones. Ooh. So they come with like hot Ooh, sauce. Yeah. In them. Nice. Yeah. Nice. The I'm pickled loaded up with the snacks. pickled sausages. I'm like the I'm my, like in the office. I'm the one that's always prepared. I got sriracha. If I got to spend a couple of days I got here. Pepto, I got tums. I got food. I got, got ibuprofen. Like. Got a couple Cialis <clears throat> <laughs> ready to go. Just in case. Just Sometimes. <laughs> when the mood hits and you're some not baby ready. Aspirin. You don't know when old Samantha down at the marketing is <laughs> going to feel hot bothered. <laughs> Margaret down oh, the county. So listen to this shit. <clears throat> so uh, <clears throat> have you ever met Liz? I don't, I don't know. All right, Liz, you're a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> Fuck so you. my friend Liz uh, works at the place that I now work at. And through one method or another, she figured out that I have a absolutely like like terror. Ter- I, don't, I, don't, I can't even think of a word to describe it enough that describes how scared I am of house centipedes. Oh, like, is it the legs? It's the legs. Yeah. And how fast yeah. they move. They do move. And like how you lose sight of them so quickly. <laughs> yeah. Extraterrestrially. Yes. They do. Like I am yeah. absolutely terrified of them. They're disgusting. When we, we saw one in our apartment whenever uh, my wife and I were living in Morgantown and it was like one in the morning. I left the apartment and sat outside in like 20 degree weather and I made her find it and vacuum it up and throw it away. Um. But no, so so this fucking bitch, she prints off like eight fucking pictures of this goddamn house centipede and hides them throughout my fucking desk. Like a creepy ransom note. They're just everywhere. I was finding them for days. <laughs> so she had to like periodically go back and plant more. I don't know. And now every time I see her at work, mm. she'll just be like, how's your day? Like all suspicious, just like, and I'm just like, you to- <laughs> are there more? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know how to take this. House centipedes are fucking. Dude, I was sitting in this very spot once. Like it was, I think September. We we're sitting here before we painted, and we we're playing. We we're, we we're recording our D and D podcast, and I always sit right here because this is my fucking spot. Nobody's gonna take my fucking spot. Boom. No matter what anybody fucking does, this is my goddamn spot. Show in enough. the studio. 
That's normally Jed's spot. I'm surprised he didn't fight you whenever he came in. My bad. Oh, no, I wanted, to, I wanted to switch it up. I wanted to try something I different. actually kind of like this better. I was like, feeling a little at the band. I was feeling a little stagnant coming and yeah. sitting in the same I feel spot. like it's more of a dinner. You, it's like you yeah. guys are a couple. Oh, yeah. We're a couple. We're all yeah. interacting. It's yeah. a double date. Yeah. yeah. Except for it's the, going like, great. It's a kind of couple where maybe like, I'll I, I tell hate. you I have some cocaine and offer you to come back to my place. <laughs> Do you want to commit adultery, sodomy, <laughs> at the same time? Yes. <laughs> Are you interested in breaking Old Testament law tonight? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. I want to be the one who punches your ticket. To We're not going to have sex or anything. We're just going to eat shrimp. It's not. It's not the cool Old Testament yeah. laws. I'm going to put a lobster right. claw yeah. in your fucking asshole. I'm going to give you the old, the old main in the pee vein. You know what I'm saying? A little crustacean invasion of your pee hole. You're going to get a salt water infection in your muffler. In your muffler. The Chesapeake Green. <laughs> this has been a lot of fun. This has been a lot of fun, <laughs> been a lot of fun today. I just, well, <clears throat> editing this is oh, going to be a motherfucker. You saw. <laughs> the centipede. No, you there's saw, no man. editing. This is going out as just going. Is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because I think me and Josh were trying to kill it. And he was sitting where you're sitting, Jed. I don't know. I definitely here, wasn't in here whenever that And happened. it literally, like, it took us fucking, like, 15, 20 minutes to kill this thing because it would crawl across the wall. We'd try to hit it. And it would just, like, every time we'd go to hit it, it mm. would scoot. Mm. Ended up in the corner. And I took Michael's, I, I found Michael's laptop bag and finally got it. But it was one of the, the little ones, little tiny ones. I did it for you, Jed. I did it for you because I knew how much you fucking hated it, and I knew it would ruin the night if you saw it. I probably wouldn't have come back. <clears throat> oh, I, know I you probably would have left and not come back mm -hmm. that day. It's still there. I just painted. I literally <laughs> I just, just painted, painted over, it. over it. It's in Jed. the corner. God, it's just gonna emerge one night while <laughs> no, no, we're in it's here. Dead. It was there for like three weeks, it's and I made sure spawn children out of its it. dead body, and no, they're just gonna no, pop no, out no, of there. No, no. Fuck Jed, it. what is the worst legged creature in your book? Would you say that centipedes take the cake? As oh, the, for sure. You, you, you hate them and despise yeah. and are repulsed by their existence yes. far more so than any other arachnids or anything oh, like that. Oh, spiders don't bother me. Yeah. Scorpions don't really bother me. Yeah. No, no, that. No. Very but strange. Fuck centipedes. Mm -hmm. And I don't, it's not even like, I'm not a fan of any centipede because they're all kind of creepy, but like yeah, it's really just the little house centipede ones. Right. Those are the ones that like really fucking creep me out. Sure. Like the big ass millipedes. Oh, dude. Like I'll hold those things. I think they're cool. 14, shit. 16 fucking mm -hmm. inches. You yeah. know yeah, what I mean? They weigh like two pounds. Like, yeah. They're just huge. Those Once don't again, really bother me. They girthy, me. baby. They girthier than Daniel's It's the little dick. ones that will like, that you can see. They're just so fast. But you look away. And then they're gone. Then they're gone. That those, those are the kinds that can crawl up your dick hole and cause major fucking problems. See, yeast infection. <laughs> I like, tell you, I didn't get no yeast infection from the gym. I got no, it from the caterpillar. The caterpillar. I mean, uh, the centipede. The centipede. Uh. <laughs> Pretty much the same thing, right? It's got legs and it was hairy and it got in there. What do you want? It got in there. What do you want? Let me tell you something. We were earlier talking about the pump. It's on another side mission. I want to tell you that the pump is the greatest thing you get in the gym. You're in the morning and you're getting a little workout in and afterwards you're feeling exuberant. You're feeling like you could fuck everything. <laughs> you're just feeling the blood flowing in your muscles and you feel like the full of air. <laughs> so. What was that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Listen, waste of talent up on your motherfucking ass. You know what it is, baby. Some DE boys up in the motherfucking house. Bob Stomp said like four paragraphs this whole time, but it's okay. That's <laughs> all you need Chad, on the I bass think, player. I think you need to ask them your question. Oh, you shit. You still haven't done it? Fuck. <clears throat> yeah, we're we're an questions. hour and a half into well, it. Well, if yeah. anybody's still questions. listening, let's, get, let's go real. <laughs> yeah. Let's go real. If anybody's still in, in, listening. They're I, listening because... This question's actually supposed to take everything off track. But we're so far off track, this might I, seem fucking normal. Yeah, this, this is like, going to... <laughs> nice. Yeah, this so, is going to re-rail it. it mm. no, no, no. With you with you two, no, it's not gonna re-rail it at all. <laughs> Go ahead, Jake. So I asked this question to everyone that's on. I used to say that I only asked bands, but then we tried it out with a business and it actually worked out really well. Um so I want you guys to describe the band or style of music, like however you want to look at it. Using only famous actors and actresses. Ooh, mm. that's good. I definitely think there's a Benicio del Toro element to our band. Oh, I like mm-hmm. that. He's good. He's real good. Like Sicario, Benicio del Toro. The the, the eclectic yeah. the eclectic talents that are Benicio in terms uh. of. So like some usual suspects. You get you yeah. get a familiar flavor, but you get a lot of different shades. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I feel like Benicio del Toro is definitely up there. Mm-hmm. And there's definitely shout out to my man Vincent Price in our band. Just that creepy element, just the ominous kind of uh, atmosphere of what we do sometimes is definitely in there. Listen, if you can even hear me saying this right now. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Wasted talent all up in your motherfucking ass. I think this is a good time to kill it. Please check oh, out Disillusion Effect everywhere, everywhere, anywhere. Google it. We got a new EP coming out. Expect the Kickstarter to hit late winter 2019. Just, I mean, check it out, man. We got a couple albums out, so let us know what you think about that shit. We appreciate you. We love you. Wasted talent. 2018, all up in the bean. Peace. And I honestly, they want to take the journey. They want to go into the rabbit hole. It's easier to edit. The rabbit hole. How do you say your last name? Rabidou. Rabidou. That Rabidou hole. Ah, you son, you dirty bastard. You want to eat it, you son of a bitch. (laughs) We're having rabbit for Christmas. Bend over, bitch. Listen, I don't know if y'all hungry enough for that. Taste that muffler. You want to taste that muffler? You want to get a coli, cocksucker? This has been this has been literally one of the funniest and funnest things that we've ever done. Because you've just oh allowed us to be God. ourselves, which I understand that from a <clears throat> audience standpoint might be a little all over the place. 
But I think this for is, that, this is about, we, we throw a monkey wrench the, the, into it. The best necessary. thing about this podcast, though, is like <laughs> me and Jed bring nothing to the table. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. I bring literally nothing. We do this because we enjoy it. We love what we do, and we love West Virginia. So we want to promote you guys. So Absolutely. Unless you guys actually push this episode, nobody's going to hear it. So we should probably do this promotion That's your fine. That's goddamn fine. So. This is a good opportunity to remind everyone that if you would please Google Disillusion Effect. Yes. Please check us out on Spotify, YouTube, Google Play, Rhapsody, everything and everything. Steal our shit. I don't give a fuck. Just crank it. Punch your fucking friend in the face to it. I would love it. Well, it's this is what I got to say about the dick thing. <laughs> You've already said too Why much. Why did you look right at me? <laughs> this is what I got to say. You've already said too much. This is what I got to say. I want to lock eyes with this man as I say Dude. it. Chad the Trout Slayer in his fucking <laughs> podcast about fucking medicine. <laughs> hey, it says so right on the back of his truck, so you can take his word for it. I trust Travis with a name like that. Chad, How motherfucker, get it right. It's Chad Listen. the Trout Slayer. Chad the Trout Slayer. Whatever it Chad is. Fog. Fly banging. Chad fuck. <laughs> Listen, baby, I'm going to catch you in the fucking eating area, and I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you that stabbing. You gonna know me, cause you know Gator don't play no shit. <laughs> Gator never been about that. <laughs> Yo, man, all you need to know about Gator, he got big dick. Well, he got something. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a music podcast. Right? <laughs> I'm like that one ancillary character that comes in in season two. That you just know, takes over the fucking. That just takes over the show. <laughs> <Takes> over. <laughs> like, man, where was he in season one? You're right. You're right. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like a good example of that. But I'll see I you guys later. Waste local talent. This is the last episode for me. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. The first ever drunk episode. Therefore, the last episode. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to thank you all for coming out tonight. This next one is the single from our new EP. This is friendly. Friction! <laughs> Just remember that wearing a condom is overrated. <laughs> In played oh, out. We need so many. <laughs> we need so many disclaimers. Like, oh my god! You don't have enough disclaimers. You are going to have people unfollow this whole institution because of me. And you want to know something? Oh, fuck. You're welcome. If you can't take this ride with us today, then I get it. I get it.